You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Looney, and today it's an honor to introduce the very special guest to the show, Tala Makaev. Tala, she is the copy queen and founder of the iconic Copy Course. She's a published author, online business coach, and digital course creator. She helps creative, heart-centered women start their own business, filled with business online and how to scale their business teaching them how to be business savvy, but also how they can use their brand and create their own copy that will convert. And they can do it for their own business where they don't have to spend tons and tons of money um, outsourcing that. So she's helping hundreds of entrepreneurs craft their business strategy and messaging for ultimate growth and building their confidence in the process. So with no further ado, Tala, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Nulunide. How are you? I am blessed. It's an honor to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time. I honestly love a hero's journey, and I love to hear about your journey thus far. How did you get into this space? Yeah, well, it was a long journey. Um, Basically, I was uh, an English major in college. I'd switched my major a few times, but I didn't really know much about copywriting. It was in the day before the copywriting major existed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I learned a little bit of it, but a really funny, very LA story. I was in a a soap opera acting class at UCLA (laughs) Extension when I met my future marketing boss who ended up hiring me there and I became a copywriter from there. And that is how my journey started for my business. That's awesome. Yeah. So acting. So there was some acting going on and then... Yeah, copywriting took into effect. So this was uh, years ago. This was years ago. Let's not make it too long ago. <laughs> but, but yes, <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, yeah. So um, tell me about how you work with your clients and how you kind of get them to craft that perfect message. What do you look for? Yeah. So basically, I help creative heart-centered women uh, who are coming online and they want to create an online business. And they don't know where to start from day one. So I start with them initially there. And then when they get to a bit more of an advanced level, I have a digital course. It's actually being released uh, this fall. So right now, all my courses are online business. My copywriting course is being released. It's called Iconic Copies, you mentioned. And that is to have them be their own copywriter. Because when you come online, you uh, have a lot of emails to write, sales pages, ads, all kinds of things that require copy. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. aren't aware of this. Copywriting is a foundational skill online. And what happens is if you try to hire a copywriter like me, you know, I've written for Hollywood studios and fortune 500 companies and someone who knows and do quality copy that connects and converts, it's going to cost you a lot of money. And it's not affordable for the average small business owner. So mm-hmm. I wanted to take my experience and my background and create a course so that women could empower themselves and create their own copy for their business, for the things that they'll repetitively need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an art, isn't it? It's an art and science because you're right. We're writing so many emails, um, even social media posts as well. And it, there's an art that goes into it that it has to be not just catchy, but 
it has to uh, tell a story per se. Yes. So tell us a little, some of the tips to effective copywriting. Let's, let's just focus on like social media. Let's say. I think for um, social media, I would say is content marketing, unless you have a call to action, which will then it mm-hmm. kind of turn it more into copywriting. And so one of the biggest things I'll give you three tips is to focus on emotion versus logic. So you were just talking about stories and that's so true. People don't want the logical and people make buying decisions based on emotion and then they back it up with logic. So you want to appeal to someone's emotional needs, whatever those are for novelty or um, status or for uh, convenience or whatever Mm -hmm. that, that need is. Then you want to really emphasize the pain points that keep them up at night. So what are they thinking about at 2 a.m. in the morning that is, you know, the thorn in their side, so to speak, and the problem that they need to solve? And they are, it's like their burning desire to, you know, de-escalate that pain. Because when we go just for like a pleasure point, it's not as strong as a pain point. We all have pains that we want to solve. And so as a copywriter, you do that. And some people will say it's manipulation. And it's not as long as what you're selling is something that's going to actually help someone's life and transform them. And a lot of times we won't take action unless there's pain involved because we know we need to do something, but we just are like, well, I'm not sure. And it's like, so you have to drive on the point. Like, yeah, you you do need this. And, and this is something that's going to better your life. If, if it's in fact something they need, they'll recognize that. And then you want to infuse your personality and your voice into copy. So if you are sassy, put that sassiness in the copy. If you use the F word, use that in your copy. Do whatever is going to be naturally used so it doesn't sound contrived and formal. It's basically writing in your own natural voice. However mm-hmm. you would talk is the way you should write. So that, those are a few points on, on copywriting for you. Those are good tips. Yeah, it's it's almost um, there's a lot of psychology embedded in that. Hearing yeah. you talk, right? Um, there's that pain drives um, action. You know, emotion sells, right? More than the logic aspect of it, than the logical brain, because people can relate more to emotional uh, needs. If you if you feel it, you can you can act. So that that really sh- um, ring a bell in terms of the psychology that goes behind it. And I'm curious, when you work with the women you do, do you have to do some psychological work to actually fine tune to help them find their voice? Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, yeah, sometimes for sure. I mean, there there is, like you said, there's the psychology behind the copywriting. And it is something that comes into play, which a lot of people don't realize. You know, so you do need to be, when you're writing copy yourself, you do need to be thinking about the psychology behind what you're writing and why you're writing it. And you also need to put yourself in that person's shoes. So usually you're your own ICA a lot of the time, you know, and so you can easily do this, but you have to think exactly like they'd be thinking and what would be their motivations and their drives and their desires and dreams and hopes, as well as their challenges and their nemesis, so to speak, in their business or in their, uh, whatever you're selling them in their craft. Yeah. You said ICA, be your own ICA. Yeah. Their ideal customer avatar. So their, their target market. So whoever that person is that they're targeting, um, you want to get into their mind as much as possible. And when you really understand what you're selling and understand the product, if you created it or the service, you should understand what it is, then you'll know, like, why did you initially create it? 
And what were those people's pains? And how does that translate? And that translates through your copy. Yeah. And so almost jump into the conversation happening in their heads almost. Exactly. So what's going mm-hmm. on in their mind in the middle of the night when they're they're worried and they're tossing and turning and they can't think straight because, you know, it depends. Every problem is different. So some may not be that dramatic, whether it's a hobby they want to learn, but they're upset. Maybe that's their life passion. Or if they're trying to run a business and they can't figure something out and all that frustration and overwhelm and even crying about it. You know, people can be very upset about these things and want to solve a problem. It can be frustrating when you can't solve it. And so you get in their head about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's the right strategy to do it. Tell us about some of the principal habits you teach the women you work with. And then we'll get into your own personal ones. You mean for the morning routine? Or no, do you in mean- terms of habit, habits of um, how to show up, right, to do their work, how to how do you address them if their their motivation is not there? How do you get inspiration? Because motivation is fleeting, motivation yes. is only short lived, but inspiration will get them there. How do you provide that? Well, um, I have a philosophy that you can't manifest unless you have the right mindset, and you can't have the right mindset unless you have emotional healing. So we all have some kind of trauma. And a lot of times, like the main, not a lot of times, all the time, basically (laughs) mindset is the key to successful business. Yeah. So a lot of people can't get that right mindset. And so all the tactics and strategies don't work and they can't get that right mindset because they have some emotional work to do. So actually I do, uh, I just happen to also have life coaching certifications on self-love. And so it's really all about the self-love. Uh, about the forgiveness of yourself or other people is a great way to to come to self-love to start with. But yeah, exactly what you're saying, that there's that emotional work to do first before you ever do the business work. But a lot of people don't really realize that. Sometimes it's an afterthought. And so I work with them sometimes after the fact because people don't realize the importance of the mindset initially. Yeah. It is important. And if you can love yourself, you can love others because you have to love your clients, your avatars, right? You have to love them so much that you want to help them solve a pain point. Yes. I love the way you said that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, demonstrating it's starting with you. And I think that's what wraps around the morning routine so much. It is that self-care. It is putting yourself first so that you take care of yourself so you can show up, not just for your clients, but for your family and show up for yourself on a daily basis. So let's jump right into it. Tell me about your morning routine. How do you get up, dress up and show up? Yeah, I love that question. So um, I just think generally like, you know, getting a good amount of sleep and what you eat and exercise Mm -hmm. are all so important, but I really start my morning routine the night before. Mm -hmm. So I love to do the, um, self-hypnosis essentially. So I have recorded in my own voice, um, a self-hypnosis. And so I do that before I go to bed. And that's also because in your own voice, it's more powerful because it's like you're talking to yourself, right? Versus some other person. So your, your mind accepts it more naturally. Um, and I've used, uh, affirmations very successfully in the past, actually to build a seven figure business. Like it really gets ingrained in your head. If it's in your own voice, that's been my experience. So I really do start it the night before. And sometimes I listen to kind of that brain uh, entrainment and right. And so where it's, you're getting those binaural beats and all of that, and there's uh, affirmations also. So I love doing that. 
And then in the morning, well, I start my day with hugging my dogs. I love my dogs. That's the unconditional love right there um, and giving them some love. And then every now and then, if I just, you know, start off, we all start off cranky. Sometimes we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, so to speak. And <laughs> yes, it, it happens no matter what you do. We're human. So when I do that, I have this habit and I, I don't do it often because this doesn't happen all the time, but I will open up a Word document on my computer and I will literally just vent for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I will just type out whatever, like get all this stuff out of my system. And then after like the 10 minutes is up, I it's the same document I use. I just literally delete everything and then I close the document. Or I will also add, if I want to add something enriching to that, I will delete that. But then I will start writing like visualizations on what I'm looking for in my life in the present tense as though it's already happened. Mm. So that is another thing I like to do. What is the power in that? Because you speak on affirmation and how it has helped you build a seven-figure business. But those visualization as if it's already happened, saying that I am, say I, I am wealthy, I am rich, or I am receiving the clientele that I'm looking for, the right avatar to work for. What is the power in those I ams and making it in the present tense and or as if it's already happened? Yeah, because your brain uh, doesn't really know the difference between you know future, present. When you say present tense, it's as though it's already happened. So I don't even know really how best to explain it. But just as an example, I when I drove to my copywriting job years ago, my second copywriting job, when I worked at an agency, I recorded in the present tense, I'm a successful copywriter earning $85,000 a year. I had bought a book at the time and they said, you could make that much as a freelance copywriter. They updated it to like 100,000. And I just listened to that on the way to work and back every day for maybe three months, six months. I'm not, I don't remember the length of time. And then literally after I quit, like two weeks later, I had work. I made that almost $85,000 in the first year and then six figures and multiple six figures and on and on. And the thing with it is it's like you're, you're brainwashing yourself. You're positively yeah. programming yourself. So it's on repeat because if we think about living in society, like the news, if you start with the news, don't start your morning with the news. There's just a lot of negativity. And so we have, um, because of fight or flight and our survival instinct, we're programmed to think negatively in order mm -hmm. to just to survive. So it's like you have to override that by constantly feeding yourself with positive. Or maybe we talk to people and they criticize us. And so we need that positive to kind of undo the negative. And so yeah. it kind of overrides it. And that's the repetition it, you requires hearing it over and over again. It's almost like you're reprogramming the subconscious on a subconscious level. And then it becomes your, your habit. It becomes your norm, right? Because you're getting rid of all the, what I call ants, automatic negative thoughts that you say we get from somebody criticizing us, from things that we heard of being traumatized in general. And so, yeah, that I can see the effectiveness, <laughs> And the power behind that, reprogramming the subconscious so that you are leading from a place of power, certainty, confidence, and like, heck yeah, I deserve that. Yes, absolutely. That's what it's about. Just reprogram your mind. Anybody can do it. It's so incredibly powerful. And then when you go about your day, things will, you'll automatically attract, it's all that energy. You'll automatically attract certain people and experiences and events into your life if you take inspired action. But it starts with getting that mindset right because this world can really, um, mess with people in business and in your life if you don't realize like there's a negative tape running in your head 
So just reprogram that to the positive tape and put that on repeat. <laughs> yeah, just like you, I, I am a fan of binomial beats as well. Listening to it even through the night to reprogram because your, your mind is constantly working. It's active all the time. Might as well give it something positive to work on. Yes, why not? And especially when you're sleeping, it's so smart because you're sleeping and there's portions of your sleep where that is going seeping into your brain. So why not do that? Exactly. Yeah, this is this is quite insightful. And for for morning routines, you, know, you said exercising is, is part of the ritual meditation as well. Meditation, I don't do it as consistently as I'd like, but I'll say it's extremely powerful. And I there was a period of my time where I did it three times a day. And um, I've even done like walking meditations or like when you're awake, tea meditations. So even just putting your hands around the the cup of tea, feeling the warmth of the tea, feeling the steam off of the tea, the hot sip of the tea, just focusing on something as simple as a cup of tea can really calm your mind. And it's when you calm your mind that it does really allow your mind to expand and for creative ideas to come in and for just a sense of calm. And so, yeah, I love meditation and it's definitely, I I think I tend to lean towards the affirmations, but meditation is very important. It really just can change the structure of your brain. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Same thing with the affirmations of binomial beats. It really changes the structure of your brain to um, be more optimistic, but also more confident so you can thrive. Now I'm going to have a cup of tea and actually enjoy it. I'm going to see the steam coming out of it. Yes, you mentioned it. Just got to meditate that way. Uh, This has been quite insightful. Um, Tala, tell us, how can we connect with you? Yeah, so you can go to my website, tarlamakayev.com. I'm sure my name's going to be written somewhere because I know it's not easy. And if you're looking to build an online business, I have a course called Social Star that you can check out. And Coming in the fall, I'll have iconic copy to further help you scale your brand. Um, and you know, if you're starting from day one, social stars, what helps you? And so I hope that, that can be a service to you. That's fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Tala and quite insightful on how to get your own branding and your own voice into your um, messaging um, when you're doing copy. And that will save you some money, but how to master the art of copywriting for your business on every aspect from beginner to expert level. It has been such a joy having you, Tala. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.